This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to this week's uh, Q&A Thursday episode. And this week is a really cool question from Nicole in Perth. And I love this question because I get asked this all of the time when it comes to weight loss. And that is a question about calories. And specifically, Nicole was asking about why I keep kind of... <laughs> I'm not very positive about calories when it comes to weight loss, essentially was um, her question. Why don't I believe in calorie counting when it comes to weight loss? And so I'm going to really, really love addressing this question. It really comes down to some very simple things. A calorie is not just a calorie. So obviously we know a calorie is a measure of energy. And when you're looking at calorie counting as a concept for weight loss. You're looking at calories in being less than calories out, which is your energy, your exercise, and therefore you should lose weight. And you know what? In some aspects, this can be true, but in many others, it's just not true. And from the number of women that come and, you know, book in for calls to speak to me about their weight loss, their perimenopause, their hormones, etc. What comes out very clearly is most of them have tried calorie counting and it hasn't worked for them. And it's there are really some very simple reasons as to why this is the case. Firstly, there's approximately in a glass of wine, there's about 150 calories, right? 
So technically speaking, if you go by calorie counting, I could just drink wine all day. And as long as I didn't drink uh, more calories than I was, sorry, yeah, more calories than I was exerting, then I should lose weight, right? But I'm not going to be really healthy, am I, if I do that? Um, So, you know, a calorie in a piece of fresh fruit versus a calorie in a chocolate bar they're clearly going to have different benefits on the body and going to make a huge difference to your health, your hormones, your brain chemistry, your gut health, etc. So that is one of the main reasons that I'm not a massive believer in calorie counting because there is so many ways to cheat in that way in terms of getting the nutrients in that you need for good health. And when you actually look at whole foods and the calories that they have and contain, you'll find actually, if you put one of uh, my personalized nutrition plans into my fitness pal, and I've done it, and it does come up at a relatively low calorie kind of eating plan. However, the thing is, when you are looking at whole foods You are not wasting a single bite. Your body is getting nutrition from every single mouthful. When you're eating fruits, vegetables, salads, good quality proteins, everything that you're eating can be utilized by the body. And so it makes sense that if you've got a big plate of, I don't know, veggies versus uh, the same calories in chocolate, you're going to be getting so much more benefit out of that big plate of veggies, right? So if you're just looking at your eating from a calorie point of view, then you're not going to be making a lot of sense with the foods that you eat. The other thing is when you look at the calorie model, particularly in regard to processed foods, fiber doesn't tend to get counted in calorie counts in foods. And in fact, uh, in the processed food industry, so foods that are, that come in packets, the manufacturers don't actually have to include the calories in fiber at the same level as they do at the other ingredients. So, you know, And the reason behind this is authorities have argued that fiber has no calories because the human body doesn't digest it. However, modern studies show that, of course, we we know we have a microbiome now, right, in our gut. And we know that that microbiome needs to be fed and it feeds on fiber. And as they feed on the fiber that you're eating, these bacteria are producing fat molecules that the body uses for energy. So therefore, fiber actually does have a calorie um, value. But in the US, the food industry is still allowed to subtract fiber from a food item's overall calorie count. Uh, In other countries like Canada and in the EU, fiber does count, but it's at a reduced rate to what it actually is. And the thing is that that is just yet another, yet another problem with using calories is that it's actually not that accurate. One of the other things that's, that I have a problem with when it comes to calorie counting is that your body can't digest absolutely everything. As we mentioned with fiber, your body is not 
perfect at digesting everything. And particularly if you have gut health issues and so many women that I talk to have gut health issues, have inflammatory conditions like endometriosis or autoimmune thyroid disease. And therefore your body is not going to be digesting it's your food as well as it could be or should be. Digestion is actually a very complex process. Your body uses a whole bunch of different metabolic pathways to break down different nutrients. And some of your nutrients you're going to absorb and some are going to go out in your waste products. So um, it is actually quite uh, not a good idea to use calories when you are looking at um, weight loss. Another example I can give you is the calorie count of nuts. And a lot of people are aware of this already, but you know, if you look at the calorie count in nuts, it's very high. It's very high. But when they've done studies in people, particularly people with um, conditions like diabetes, people who eat a diet high in nuts actually tend to have much better weight control. So the calorie count of a nut is not really relevant when it comes to what is required for the body to digest that nut. We're using energy to do that. So it is complicated. It is complicated. I also wanted to talk about the fact that even, and I've addressed this a little in the podcast before, is even the order in which you eat. So we know that if you have a couple of bites rather of protein first, that will help with managing your insulin levels. We know that it takes longer to break down protein and fats than it does for carbohydrates. So if you're eating uh, a plate that's that, or rather a diet that's mainly carbs and that's where you're getting your calories from, you're going to absorb that really quickly. It could spike up your blood sugar. That could make you hungry. Whereas if you're having a diet that's got more of your, your fats and your proteins, which are actually going to be higher in calories but they're going to absorb more slowly. They're going to keep a nice steady blood sugar level. Then you're not going to get as hungry as if you're more carb based. So there's just a few, a few of the reasons why I don't like calories. And I find calorie counting is really not a great way to manage weight. Um, And that's why I get really annoyed when I see um, particularly PTs tend to put people and women on very generic 1200 calories a day kind of um, eating plans, which I think is just awful. I've done it myself before I was a nutritionist. I got put on it at a gym I was going to and it was diabolical. And it actually set up, a, even though I only did it for a week, it set up a terrible um, mindset for me. And I became quite obsessed with calories and entering everything into the app to count my calories every day. And I really have a major issue with that. And I was never someone that had much of any sort of um, disordered relationship with food, but that even after only a week of counting calories, it started to set one up. So I'm really, really anti that. So I hope this has been helpful. I think I've waffled on a little bit. There is actually a link to an article that explains it probably a lot better than I have, (laughs) which I'm going to include in the show notes today. So I would love to know what you think about this episode. So please feel free to DM me at Susie Garden Wellness on Insta. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. 
If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Wellness. I'd love to connect with you.